I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s She looked like a million bucks. scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes Nearly $10 million was all gone. It's just unbelievable. Hide your money in your old rich men because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. Is he breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Welcome to Carefully Reckless, the production of iHeartRadio and The Black Effect. Hey y'all, what's up? Welcome to Carefully Reckless with your girl Jess Hilarious. But this ain't about me. It's about the crazy shit y'all be going through. And trust me, if anybody understands you, it's me. So quick, I got a question. Have you ever wanted to do something, but you couldn't? Now, I know that's a very, very broad question because people feel like, you know, when you grown, you can do whatever the fuck you want to do, right? And this is a free country. But how free is it? Really? Is it really a free country? To what extent are we fucking free? I'm going to jump right into story time because I got a story to tell y'all. And this is how I'm going to start off every episode of Carefully Reckless with story time. So I'm going to give you a second to grab your tea. A group of hillbillies stormed the state capitol in Washington, D.C. Okay, basically a terrorist attack on their own country. They were standing on desks, stealing shit, making videos, taking pictures of themselves. Mind you, none of these people were wearing fucking masks. Right. And so it's evident that they didn't give a fuck about COVID all because Trump didn't get a second term and because he's led these people to believe that the election was rigged. Even after they recounted all the fucking states that he so-called got cheated out of, it was no cheat, nigga, you lost. That's it. And whole time his supporters thinking it's about him when he's really not trying to go to jail because they can't arrest him as long as he's the president of the USA. So we try not to get arrested. And y'all motherfuckers really thinking that he cares about y'all. People actually died in his name. Like, I'm talking about a couple of his fucking supporters died, bro. He didn't say one fucking thing about them people who died. Then the FBI asking for help and shit, identifying the perpetrators. Like, if you have any information on the people that broke into the Capitol, you need to help us and all that shit. What the fuck you mean? Just about everybody went live took pictures, made videos, and all that shit. I'm talking about even when the reporters got outside, yo, it was people walking up, giving their names and where the fuck they was from, my nigga. Like, yo, the lady said it. (laughs) 
I'm Sharon Hemsley, and I'm from Nashville, Tennessee, and I came here because we have to take America back. Why the fuck she not in jail? What you mean? What help? <laughs> what help do you need? They told on themselves. My thing is, if they were black, oh, it would have been target practice for the motherfucking securities and offices and SWAT and National Guard and everybody would have been there. The whole D.C. would have been bombed up, maced, everything if these people were black. I'm going to do you one even better. Years ago, there was a black woman who drove up on the property of the Capitol and they didn't hesitate to start shooting at her and they actually killed her. No questions, no nothing. Bitch, these white people got to climb the walls. They were climbing the fucking walls, bro. And did you see how so little security was inside the Capitol? Once they got inside, it was like it wasn't even enough niggas to guard the building. Like, what the fuck? So believe that shit had me very, very hot. And it just happened. And, and I'm going to be thinking about it for a long time. It's going to be on my mind because you really get to see with looking at Trump and those people. But let, let's fuck the people. Let's just look at Trump. You really get to see how white power is used in America. Like, there's nobody higher than the white man. The perspective of this country is from a powerful white man. That should have said. That should have said to have to explain to my son. Because he even asked me, like, Mommy, how did they break in a building like that? How did they do it? Ain't that like the White House? And I had to explain to him, yes, yeah, it is. It is kind of like the White House. It's just like the White House, Ashton. How did they get in there, baby? The color of their skin. How did only four people die? Because the color of their skin. That's why. Which brings me to Just Fix My Mess. That's a segment where some of my fans sends me some of their personal dilemmas. And I give my advice to help them dealing with the shit that they probably caused their goddamn self. So as it relates to this topic, I asked on Instagram, what's one thing that you always wanted to do that you couldn't do? Get away with some shit. My answer would be, Get away with the same shit that them fucking white people just did. That's always been <laughs> what the fuck I want to do. I want to be able to do whatever the fuck they can do. I would never want to be a white person. But I want to be able to do what the fuck they did and get away with the shit. But I'm going to read off a couple. So I asked, one thing you always wanted to do but couldn't, go. Tree of Artistry on IG says, smack the fuck out of my father for not being there for me and being a fuckboy, but having the nerve to be a pastor and wear a preacher costume. Fake as fuck, shaking my head. I definitely feel you, Queen T. One thing you have to do, if you ever want that that one-on-one from your dad, go to him. It's kind of hard there because, you know, the adult should actually reach out to the child. The adult is ultimately the bigger person. Just by tradition, you should just want to reach out to your daughter. You should want to build that that father-daughter relationship that you never had. It's never too late. It's never too late. I don't care what nobody say. And, and Queen T, you may very well be a grown-ass woman, but I, I guarantee you, if you was to reconcile with your dad something that you've been missing your whole life, I'm telling you, it'll be like a love you've never known. He just got to be willing. And if he is in the pastoral position, that's just something that he has to fucking want in his mind. I'm hoping that... He's scared of how you'll react and he's waiting for you to come to him and he's prayed on it. And he has to have a damn good reason why he didn't make that shit right with you yet, especially being a man of God. And you stand in front of a, a group of people. You're a leader. You're a shepherd of the Lord. The Bible says, honor thy mother and thy father and my days will be longer on earth. 
How is she going to honor her father if her father won't even acknowledge her? I really want that to get better for you, Queen T. Give me an update and let me know, baby. But you may have to be the one to break that ice. Okay. One thing you always wanted to do but couldn't go. Stephanie, a queen's journey on Instagram says, read a nigga's mind, LOL. Bitch, you laughing, but I know there ain't no goddamn joke and you ain't playing because, girl, I always wanted to do the same shit, too. But listen, let me tell you something. The guys, they feel the same way. They want to be able to read our minds and we're so goddamn screwed up just like their asses. Like, it's like the battle of the sexes. They, they want to know what we thinking and we would die to know what the fuck they thinking. So absolutely, girl, I'm with you on that one. One thing you always wanted to do but couldn't go. Mr. Kenyatta on Instagram says, be a wealthy political assassin taking both sides out, living in Brooklyn with a credit score of 850. I love your imagination, Mr. Kenyatta. Uh, I, I don't I don't know how the fuck you would be a wealthy political assassin living in Brooklyn with a credit score of 850. Um, but keep dreaming. Just, that sounds like a nice movie that you should write. Naya Sanford, Q-W-N-N. Bitch, listen. Naya Sanford on Instagram says, go to Disney World. As a child, every time my mom promised we would go, she got pregnant. It became a running family joke now not to bring up Disney World because that may mean a baby is on the way. <laughs> That's cute. That's cute. I actually hope you get to go, though. That's actually a cute story. Tarina Bradshaw from Instagram said, a threesome with two guys. Whoa, hold up. Tarina, since I got you here and shit, since you might be listening, you didn't get specific. What, how, how would you want this threesome with, with the two guys? Because I always said if I wanted to do a threesome, it would be with a guy and a girl. I don't want to take on two dicks. I mean, I can barely handle one big one after 15 minutes. I ain't even going to hold you. I'm not the sex all night long type of bitch. I just, I don't do that. So how could you handle two dicks? Like, and, I, and I've watched, I watch porn all the time. Like, that's my guilty pleasure, nigga. Like, porn is my shit. I watch it every day, all day, by myself. <laughs> I do. I'm telling you, I love it. But you got to be specific because most of the threesomes I see with the women and two guys is I see the double penetration show have a dick in her ass and a dick in the vagina. And you know what I'm saying? And listen, listen, listen. If you turn in your head and turn in your nose up at me right now, this is carefully reckless with just hilarious. So you already know who you listening to anyway when you started this shit. So, yes, X rated all day. It's either going to be a dick in the mouth, a dick in the butt. It got to be like, I, I don't know. You can't satisfy two men at one time. Like, I, I don't know. It's kind of hard. But maybe you're a little freak, Tarina Bradshaw, because I don't know. From the profile picture, you're looking kind of seasoned. I don't want to call you old, but um, you look you look seasoned and you look blessed, though. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...with zero qualifications... She had a Harvard plaque. 
tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. That this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes. About six million. Approximately $11 million. Nearly $10 million was all gone employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich man, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for sharing those personal dilemmas with me. Y'all funny as hell. Which brings me to my next segment, current news. It's self-explanatory. It is exactly what the fuck it says it is. So with the current news this week, it's a particular story I wanted to share with y'all. Shit is crazy. It is going to blow your fucking mind. So this nine-year-old kid, he was walking with his head down in his phone, maybe texting or on TikTok, you know what the kids do. And he fell in his pool in the backyard. And he didn't know how to swim, so he fucking drowned. He is alive, but he was brought back to life. He had drowned. Shit like that frustrates the fuck out of me for a couple reasons. Kids do not play with toys anymore. Everything is internet driven, is technology driven, electronic driven. It's one thing for adults to have our eyes glued in the phone every fucking day, all day. I mean, that's just what it has come to now. People don't even fucking sit down and watch TV as a family anymore. Everybody is in their phones. When you go out on dates, both of them motherfuckers are in their phones. Like, they don't even get to know each other. None of that shit. Like, people get to know each other over text messages now. Like, period. I'm guilty of it. I got to know a nigga over quarantine, over the goddamn text message. And I feel like I've been knowing them forever. No, y'all don't need to know who the fuck it is. And y'all will never see. But everything is about these phones and technology and every goddamn thing. On Christmas, my dad asked me what my grandson want. And I find out what, what toys he want. And I told him, I said, Daddy wants some V-Bucks. I said, damn, that's all he ever want. Roblox, V-Bucks, haircut. That's it. All right, well, at least he want a haircut. Dad, when... He don't play with toys? Dad, no. Nobody kids play with toys unless they're little, little, little. And then you have to also think about it. I want you to name one fucking toy store. There are no toy stores around. I remember when you could take your kid into a toy store and you can have him pick whatever toy he want, him or her. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Like a kid in a candy store, but like a kid in a toy store. There are no toy stores anymore. That shit is gone. It's now reduced to toy sections in big department stores. It used to be like three or four aisles in Walmart. Now it's literally one and a half aisle of toys in Walmart. Depending on the size of the Walmart, it might be two or three aisles. 
but very, very seldom more than two. There is no store designated for toys and toys alone like it used to be when I was growing up or like it just was when my, my son was a fucking baby. The world, society, the government, like everything, like they are turning us and turning our children into little fucking robots, little gadgets. That's all they're worried about. When I punish my son, I take his phone in the game. You would think that little boy got an ass whooping. Oh, he has a fit. He can't stand it. He can't live without technology. It's crazy. Now, even with the virtual schools, they're required to have a laptop. They have to learn how to work computers. Everything is about to be technology generated. Nobody's going to have jobs at all anymore. That's the craziest shit. My ideal New Year's resolution was to leave technology for kids in 2020. If I could, I would leave technology for children in 2020. When I was eight years old, I didn't have a phone. I didn't get my own cell phone until I was like 14 years old. Although times have changed now and you have to always keep in contact with your kids and all that type of shit. Shit changes with, with, you know, with time. Everything is with time. So yes, kids do need phones, but not as much as they be on them. They need a schedule. Everything should come with a fucking schedule. I swear. Other things I left in 2020, and y'all going to be very upset with me, but just with the mess. Yes, yes, oh my God, just with the mess is buried in 2020. I am not going to be doing just with the mess anymore. I know you guys are going to hate me. You guys are going to be like, oh, she's boring now. I don't give a fuck. But if y'all can love me for just with the mess, y'all can love me for my other content. Y'all can love me for carefully reckless. Y'all can love me for my TV roles. Uh, y'all can love me for my music. Maybe a lot, a lot of y'all ain't gonna love me for my music, but I don't give a fuck. There are some out there who will. Y'all can love me for my my merchandise, my Doctor Who fitness line, my messy paws, canine clothing airline. I got so much shit that I'm working on. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about TV deals and all of that shit. And then honestly, I know a lot of y'all are going to want to know why. Sometimes when you do something for a long ass time, you have no desire to do it anymore. And a lot of times that's not the case. Some people do the same thing forever. There's no evolution there to me, though. You know what I'm saying? I started Just With The Mess in 2016. That was like a couple months after I started doing videos. I think it's time to retire it. You know what I mean? Unless it's going to be put on TV. I don't want to keep doing it online. It's just time to grow from that shit. The first time I said I wasn't going to do it anymore was... uh when Tentacion died. I made fun of that kid before. I made fun of a lot of people, you know what I'm saying? Not knowing what they're going through, not knowing their struggles and what the fuck may hurt them, you know what I'm saying? Because back then I was really a bitch who just really didn't give a fuck, you know what I'm saying? I was very unapologetic, but I still have a good heart. It's okay to not give a fuck and still have a good heart. There are people out here like that. My biggest fear was becoming like Wendy Williams. I don't want to be like that. I think she's dope at what she does but it's still hurtful a lot of shit that she be saying about other people sometimes i be hurt for other people i be like damn but then you gotta look at her life the shit that she going through then you gotta feel sorry for her and then it's like nah bitch you nah but i still have a heart for her going through shit because with her past year her 2020 was fucked up too you know what i'm saying so people are still human that brings me to the second time I, I said I was going to stop. When Chadwick Boseman died, rest in peace to Chadwick Boseman. You know what I'm saying? I was one of the people that had made fun of his weight loss. Yes, I said something about that shit. You know what I mean? I wasn't the only one, but I was like, it seemed like I was the only one that caught blowback from it when he passed away. You know what I'm saying? And I didn't mind anybody that got mad at me. I was mad at myself. Nigga, I was so upset because my son told me that he died. I didn't even see it online. I hadn't opened up my phone yet. Ash had found out on TikTok 
and he had came and ran and told me he was hurt. He was upset. That hurt me that he was hurt because I had made fun of someone that he looked up to as a super fucking hero. Didn't know what the guy was going through. Didn't know he had cancer. I didn't know. I'm just being funny. You know what I mean? Which a lot of times is not worth it. You know, you just grow. You just grow with a lot of shit. I'm tired of talking about Meek Mill, even though that's a funny motherfucker. And he makes it so easy for, for me to pick on him. But, you know, I'm tired of talking about him. You know, I don't know what the fuck he going through. I don't know. And then he probably ain't going through shit. It don't matter. More of what a story is, I'm just tired of talking about people. And that's it. I'm not saying I ain't going to ever crack a joke on a motherfucker. That's not what the fuck I'm saying. But the jest with the mess, I'm not going to do it. I just, I, I can't find any happiness in it anymore. I used to wake up ready to do that shit. Like, oh shit, what the fuck we going to talk about today? You know what I'm saying? Oh shit, niggas ugly. <laughs> oh shit, what the fuck? And then celebrities are never going to stop doing stupid ass shit. That don't mean I have to talk about it. And then what I do in Just With The Mess, basically the comments do that shit for me. Like, write me some real life comedian roasters, top tier roasters in the fucking comments. I be dying more at the comments than I do my own shit. Again, I am so sorry. I apologize. I apologize for the end of Jess with the mess. I'm sorry. There will be none. I know as soon as I said that shit, hella y'all probably cut this fucking audio off. Y'all probably went out the fucking podcast and clicked on another nigga's podcast. I'm so sorry. I just have no desire to do that shit. So if you love me and you love to see me grow, grow with me. Other things that should be left in 2020, according to me. Messing with guys who belong to someone else. That I take your nigga talk. Ugh, please. Women, if we can stop trying to take what's not ours and work on something belonging to us, we would be in more successful relationships, more thriving relationships, and we would stay in them. You know that saying, you lose them how you got them? That shit, a lot of times, is true, and... When you get into relationships wrong, they end wrong. When you go into it toxic, it ends toxic. Unless you have like a miracle therapist. <laughs> For instance, if you meet a nigga and he's married or he's in a relationship and he's always complaining about what she don't do and blah, 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 blah. And you still pursue this nigga. What the fuck you think he going to do if y'all do get together? He going to get tired of you. And then the next bitch, he going to be telling the same shit. He was talking about the other girl that you took him from, quote unquote, the same shit about you. He going to be saying that shit to the new girl. It's a cycle. And it's a cycle that men are not going to break. So we have to break it. Do not pursue anybody that's not yours, that's already occupied. I don't give a fuck how bad he talk about the girl at home. I don't give a fuck how bad he want to get a divorce with the wife. I don't want to be with her. Well, leave her and then you come over here. I'm not going to be with you. I'm not even going to involve myself with you because now you have your cake and eat it too. You got your wife that you don't care about until you go home to her. And then you got me that you care about when it's convenient for you to see me. Shit like that, yo. So we have to value ourselves in 2021. Please, let's leave everybody else's niggas alone. <laughs> let's leave everybody else, like everybody else niggas alone. Please, let, let's, let's get our own. Let's work on ownership of our own shit, our own men, period. Other shit that should have been left in 2020. Stop biting your tongue, letting people walk all over you. I know a lot of people that bite their tongue. Not saying you're a bitch, you're a punk, you're a pussy, whatever. Those may very well be the names that some of you would use. But seriously, a lot of people just don't like confrontation. A lot of people don't like the whole approaching situation. But you cannot allow someone to walk all over you. I don't care if you are unhappy, you say it. Don't ever think you're scared of starting over. 
Don't let the nigga walk all over you. Fuck that. Sometimes that's what you need. You need to walk away and start over. Even friends. Stop letting friends walk all over you. Nigga, get some balls and get some new friends or get some balls and make them niggas respect you, period. Even in the streets and the job, don't let your boss walk all over you. It's a, it's a respect level. You my boss, but you are not going to disrespect me. Coworkers, I don't give a fuck. Church members, other people, just in-laws, stop walking all over me. Listen, in this day and age, it's very easy to fold because judgment, prejudgment is at an all-time high. And it's a lane for it. I would say it started on the internet. And then people get so bold now in person, they doing what they do on the internet. It's easy to break a motherfucker down. So you have to put on that tough skin. If you ain't got it, go get some. I'm telling you. All right, y'all, that's it for now. I'm about to get up out of here. But before I do, man, if you know any of the people who attacked the Capitol and broke into it, please submit that shit to me so I can submit it to the FBI. Make sure if you see anybody, any any, uh, any Caitlyn's or any uh, Mildred's or any fucking body, Tom, Billy, Bob, or the Thorntons, please. Send that shit over because they acting like they don't know who anybody is. They Oh, we, 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 we don't know. We, we, we don't know. We, we didn't see anybody's face. Yeah, so let's, let's help them catch these motherfuckers because if they were black, like I said, it'll be a bunch of caskets. It'll be funerals out the ass. It would be no jail time. It would be total fucking death. That brings me to the end of the first episode of Carefully Reckless. I love it. I love it. And I love you. Make sure you catch Carefully Reckless every Wednesday on Hump Day. Next week, I got some juicy shit for y'all. And my deepest Pam voice. Peace. Be like, yes, you got your ass up. Nigga, shut the fuck up. I've been out here on my cash. Told you I'm a hustler. I've been Carefully Reckless is the production of iHeartRadio and The Black Effect. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes... Nearly $10 million was all gone. It's just unbelievable. Hide your money in your old rich man, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcasts.